I have created a Patreon account so that you, my devoted listeners, can be more active participants in this podcast. I want to hear from you. This is your opportunity to make recommendations of future guests, ask questions that you want answered, and even tell me where to travel. On Patreon, there are three tiers of support. For $3 a month, the local network, you are allowed access to the conversations and updates about future plans for the podcast before they're made public. For $10 a month, the regional network, you'll get your name mentioned in an episode and be able to submit questions that you would like to have answered by guests or me on future episodes. For $25 a month, the global network, you will have the opportunity to propose and vote on where I should travel and whom I should have as a guest on the podcast. I want you to take control and make your voice heard. Tell me where to go and what to ask so that we can all get our questions answered and become more successful in the arts, whatever your personal definition of success is. Please visit our Patreon account at patreon.com slash thewisefool, all one word. I think what is remarkable is that then, I think maybe the last decade, 10 to 20 years, the art scene is divided more or less in two parts. The one is really the artist being at the art market very strongly, but this is not necessarily meaning that they are represented in museums right. or in institutional exhibitions. Let's put it this way. Okay, so yeah. art markets do not equate to institutional not, acceptance. Uh, no, not really, yeah. not anymore. It has been very different before. Okay. I think this is a really big change in the last, I think maybe, maybe ten years, maybe even longer. And that's but how long now I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> so this is good. Yeah, but now it's really, it's it's really a topic to discuss because right. you have a part of artists very prominently in the institutions, and you have the other ones very big and seen on the market. So is that sort of like conceptual versus commercial? But see, that, no, you can't I think separate this, that way. No, really, no yeah. I think this is too easy. Of course you have more... <laughs> it's always too easy. No, of course you have more artists working conceptual uh, in the museums or institutions. Um, you have maybe more painting. For sale. For sale. Yeah. Maybe this you can, yes. But it's, I mean, still painting is not... Uh, not conceptual, non-conceptional. So I know a lot of conceptual painters. Yes, but I mean, so but it's, yeah, it's still an object, though. Yes, you know? yeah, it's still an object. But so, um, what, so what caused this divide? What, how did this sort of come about? I mean, keep in mind, everything you say on this podcast is purely your opinion. I am not taking it as the constitution of like you know the whole industry or anything like that. No, it's no, just no, no. You. Why? This is a good question. Why this happened? Um, maybe because um, the institutions in a way get weaker because they have less money. Mm. So the art market, the private collectors get more important. More powerful. More powerful. So this maybe is one influence. Also the, the, the galleries have changed. I mean, you have galleries now um, working like institutions. 
You have a few galleries, very, very powerful, even pow more powerful than museums. There are some of those, yes. Yes, this is fine. I mean, this is not, uh, it is a fact, I think. <laughs> and so I think the whole scene turned a little bit up to more market and more creators, critics, choice, on the other hand. Well, see, I've been talking with people about like, are critics even really sort of, lack of a better word, like relevant anymore with social media and the, you know, the sheer volume of people giving their input on mm -hmm. like, hey, this is a great exhibition. Look at all the little, you know, post social media postings mm -hmm. and all this. Like, do our critics really important anymore? I think yes. I mean, maybe not on the daily newspaper. Right. I think this has changed. It well, depends, I, I would, I it depends say, yeah. also where. I should rephrase too. Like, so let's say, are critics important to the public's engagement with the arts? I don't know. Is it more social media? Yeah, yeah. it's more social media yeah. and it's more than special um, publications. I mean, special is, uh, magazines right. for people who are really interested in. I think, but daily newspapers, I wouldn't say they're... No, I don't think they have. I can't think of the last like art criticism I read uh, outside of the big publications, the art yeah. forums, the you know yeah. these kinds or of freeze things. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but outside of those, I can't think of the last time I saw an art critic. No, it's more a description of what you will see yeah, in the newspapers. Yeah. But I don't think this is. Uh, it's not criticism. No, it's not criticism, and it has no real influence. I think. I think this changed a lot. It, it, this yeah. is the thing. Like so, like I, I came to to Europe and and I realized that like I've I'm basically I'm out of touch. Mm. Like I don't know what's going on. I'm not, I haven't been actively involved. Now you've been here at the. I don't want to mispronounce the name. Please pronounce the name of this institution. Kunstforum Wien. Kunstforum Wien. Wien yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, for how long have you been here? Ah, I'm working here since a year, since September oh, last okay. year. So you're very new. Yeah, yeah, I'm new here okay. at, the, at this institution. I've been a long, long time at the MAC. Let's go back a step. Let's start start again from the beginning. So uh, please pronounce your name correctly for me. <laughs> Bettina Maria Busse. Okay. <laughs> and where do you hail from? Which, where's your origins? Where were you born? I'm German. Okay. And I'm living in Berlin and going back and forth between Berlin and Vienna. Oh. Since a very, very long time. <laughs> One of the things I'm always fascinated with creative people and anybody in the industry is basically how did you come to being interested in this field and this thing? So like, was it a, a, your parents? Was it some teachers, some friends, some job experiences? Like what led you down this path? I think my parents. So I grew up with art. Okay. okay. My father was a writer and working in the field of theater and film so um i yeah. think yes this this is where my interest comes from and uh, then i started to study art history in italy very classical obviously obviously yes in florence <laughs> um, can't get much more classical than that <laughs> and uh, but then i realized i'm more interested in contemporary art mm -hmm. so i get back to munich and then over Munich to um, I had a sh made a short stop in uh, Paris and then Berlin you are living the jet set lifestyle here I love <laughs> no, it. always starting and then Vienna and then here in Vienna I mean when I came first it was in the late 80s 
and this was a very vivid scene. I was working, I did an intern at a gallery, mm-hmm. Grinzinger, and... Uh, yeah, still around. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is. <laughs> and yeah, so I decided to, uh, to stay more time in Vienna because it was very interesting in this period there. And uh, then I got back to Berlin and uh, yeah, then after the wall came down, Berlin was very, you know, a lot of people still coming and going. Mm -hmm. So for artists, I think it's a very interesting city. Still, I mean, it, it has changed, of course. It's not as it had been 20 years before, but I, I think still it is. Either it's not or it is. It is. It is. I think okay. it still is. Okay. I have, I have other people who I've talked to who have differing opinion than that. I know. I know. No, cha- I mean, it changed. But I think also changes are interesting. And my, they are not always positive. That's true. But um, I think uh, Berlin is facing a normal development. Right. Yeah. So it's it's still. I mean, a but lot it's of, still being the capital of Germany. Well, that, well but that's the thing. It's like still. outsiders. We look to Berlin and we think like, oh, it's Berlin. Oh, it's you know, it's Paris, Berlin, you know, London, New York. Like this is one of the the great meccas of art and all this. Mm. But it, realistically, like in contemporary matters, it's really only since the Berlin Wall came down. And so it's really yeah, sort of just finding regard, its footing. Yeah, yeah, and always regarding the artists living and working there. The, it's Not great. the exhibitions. Not the exhibitions. Right, and, and this is what I've because heard. This it is, is fabulous for artists to yeah. make work, to live, to have studios. I've heard it's excellent for that. Yeah. Not so much for galleries. Not so much for galleries and also for the institutions is very hard because Isn't they don't it? have any money. Well, I'm an artist, so I'm good with that. <laughs> yes, no, no, but I think this this is, um, that's a point. And here in Vienna, I mean, they have a lot of institutions and uh, they have uh, still some budget for exhibitions. Right, so now here, this and institution think, is supported by the government, yes? No, no, no. the Kunstforum Wien is private. Oh. It's from the Bank Austria, founded by the Bank Austria uh-huh. in 88. 1888, right? No, 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 1988. The Bank, uh, Al- Al- no, the Bank Austria is uh, the, bank, the bank. But this building? The, this building is an old one. Okay, course. I was going to say, the, this yeah, building yeah, was not built no, in 1988. No, 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 but the Kunstforum Wien, yes. Wow. Okay. okay. That that's surprisingly new for an institution. That's surprisingly new, and it's private. It's really from the bank, and of course from different. Uh, yeah, other private donors and things donors, like that. Yeah. But, but this is a private institution. Wow, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because like I've been riding around on trams and subway mm-hmm. stuff, and I keep seeing advertisements for the exhibitions mm-hmm. that are here and stuff, and I'm always like. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go talk to somebody from that. Like, there's an advertisement right there. Like, this is, I was sort of like, I was mm. a little scared, to be honest, kind of thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I'm easily intimidated, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But so the institution has only, has been here for only since 1988. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Okay. And so now your, your official title here right now is... I'm the curator for contemporary art and uh, the head of the collection. And the collection is part of the Bank Austria. Right. Or now the Unicredit Group. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't want to know anything about that. I don't care. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is complicated. I don't care. Yeah, no, it's like I don't. <laughs> no, wanna... but I, I come here really. I mean, the Kunstforum Wien in the beginnings was more concentrated on classic modern art, or on... now it's... classic modern art. What? What? Give me a time period, or is, uh... I mean, they did also classic art like Turner. They did a very fam famous Turner show. Oh, love Turner. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and now they're doing also. I mean, like Bonal. Mm -hmm. They did. Cezanne, you know, all the, but now we're heading to the contemporary art. Okay. Right? So the first, I think the first really contemporary, I mean, contemporary art show was Kippenberger mm -hmm. a few years ago. And it's always one classic modern show like Bonar. And then now I'm doing the Cindy Sherman effect. This is the first real <laughs> contemporary show mm -hmm. with only living artists yeah yeah is she gonna come i don't know yet she i mean she knows about the show we're in contact she, yeah. of course of course you know you can't do anything without her if you take her name no no this is also was uh, from the beginning my my idea i was gonna say i'll come down to vienna if she's gonna be here <laughs> that'd be fun yeah yeah no um we will see and so i'm here really for the contemporary shows mm-hmm so, right. and, you, and you say you still go back and forth from Berlin to Vienna yes, so like... yes. I think this is um, I do like both cities very yeah. much mm -hmm. and I think it's a good um, combination you know Vienna is more traditional as long as your employer allows you to do it then it's good yeah, yeah. I think you know for a curator it's yeah, there's no better need. you have you have time to see things and and just variety, spice of life, give yes. a little excitement. Yeah. You can get boring just sitting in an office day after day. Yes. Nothing personal to other curators I've spoken to. No, no, no. But I mean, this is, uh, I, I work the same way at the Muck with Peter Nova. One question I always have when I think about like large institutions is, yeah. of course, how do, so does this institution have, this have as a collection and it does their exhibitions or is it only exhibitions? It's only exhibitions. So no collection. We, I mean, we work with the collection of the bank. Mm -hmm. But it's separate from this. But it's separate. It's separate. And our uh, program is concentrated on exhibitions. And we do have a second space called Tresor. It's a Tresor. You know what a Tresor? Yeah, yeah. So it Not has been the Tresor of the bank who was here, which was in the, in the building okay. before. And we use it for the collection exhibitions. And for exhibitions of young artists. Okay. So you have maybe, if you have time afterwards, you should go down and see the Alfredo Barzu. Yeah, in the basement. I actually was down there. I went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you have to see the Alfredo Barzulia because he received all, I mean, it's a very interesting exhibition. And he received also the Otto Mauer Prize yesterday. Oh. So this is a very um, prestigious prize here in Vienna or okay. in Austria. I it's very important, it, but I'll look yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay. No. So, so I find this really interesting. Okay. So you you don't technically have a collection. No. You do only exhibitions, but you do have a, a, a you work with young artists. Yes. The question everybody always wants to know: How do artists connect to these institutions? So, is the process of this th via a gallery, via a curator, or is this artist directly to someone like yourself or somebody else? How does that relationship get built? It depends. I mean, it's most, I think most of the time it's personal. 
artist and curator the, the, you know you know each other and you as a curator you always look what it's on and what what does the scene do <laughs> because you all yes, have so yeah. much time laying around to go out and do that yes of course <laughs> but you try to keep up let's put it this way of course i can't see every show this is impossible but you try to keep up and that's how it works or you're working what i'm doing now with my colleague veronica rudolfer we do next year in february a show and the tresor with artists or from vienna or living here it doesn't have to be born or strength this is not um, of interest uh, in the field of photography I'm a photographer, and, so I love that. Okay, you have to come. And I can do that. Yeah, and on the openings on February 19th. Okay. And uh, for this exhibition, we're really working with the galleries. Mm -hmm. Because you have, of course, you have here the, the older galleries being here for, I don't know, decades. But in the last five, six years, there are a few, I think around 12 new galleries. That's a lot. And I think that this is really a lot. And being here again, you know, back to Vienna, because I, the last four years before I started working here, I was more uh, in and out, but I didn't watch the scene so closely. So I thought it might be a good idea to work together with them. And this time we're really working with the galleries. So just saying this is our idea of the exhibition, our concept, whom you are proposing, or we're saying we are interested in this artist because we know the work and we know he will, would or she would fit well. Okay, I want to know everything about this. So when, <laughs> when you come up with the idea, okay, when somebody comes up with the idea of an exhibition yeah. in, in an institution like mm. this, where does that even start? Are you the leaders of, of, of thought of what's going to be happening? Or are you picking up on things that are currently happening in the industry? Do you no, see, do you no, see no, what no. This is now, I mean, I think... Do you see what I'm getting at, though? Yes, yes, yes. You, you, so, like, are you trying to set the trend or set, set how people start to look or see things? Or are you following something? Or, like, is something influencing you that has now then led to you creating I think it's both. I think... Darn it! I want one or the other. <laughs> you want one or the other? No, it's okay. Fine. No, Both I is think great. it depends. It depends. I mean, when I say, um, I mean, for this exhibition in February in the Tresor, I really wanted to see what it's on in photography in Vienna uh, amongst younger artists. So this means between thirty and forty. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the, Great. the elements. I'm, I'm no longer a young artist. It's fine. <laughs> so this was my the, the, this was first one of the um, facts. I said, okay, I would just want to see what it's on on the in this scene with a younger artist in photography. Of course, it you know photography is an open very it's very open now. So I just want also to see what's you know where are we there. Well, okay. And, but so going back to like how is it done like what's the 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 academic um not the what's the institutional uh process to get an exhibition created so you have an the, idea you, you make a concept so this means you have an idea you do research and then you make a concept and a you have first to, draft and then you have to pitch it to uh and then we have no, and then we have um, curatorial meetings uh -huh. with all curators, 
and our director and then we propose our concepts mm -hmm. and then we decide what will be done yeah yay or nay and when you when you could fit yeah, into the or calendar you discuss and 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 you see what is i mean it always has a little bit to fit together yeah how much space is available for what and that yeah, kind of stuff yeah. sure all these things i and do love by the way you have beautiful little handmade models of the <laughs> yes, spaces we do. i love that it's yeah. great so old school it's fabulous it's old school but i think it is um for me it was very important i mean i do love models i do love to work with great. models because i um also work a lot with sculpture mm -hmm. and you do sculpture and space it's always for me it's good if i see it if i can't see it and here it's the first exhibition i'm doing in the space right so because uh, it takes time to put on an institutional exhibition i mean yes. you've been here only a year yeah. that's not even long enough to really do a, a full from beginning to end exhibition oh, oh this is i mean the the, the cindy sherman uh, effect is uh, done within 10 months that's this, super fast that's super fast <laughs> like, that's insanely fast i mean yes, most institutional know, things are like two to three to five years yeah, but, okay but once in a while you can do this well, I mean, I'm sure it's a little easier with Cindy Sherman because she's she's still living. I'm sure there's actually a, a large quantity of, of, of pieces available yeah, kind of thing-ish. Not really, no. I mean, there are a lot of exhibitions going on now with her. Why? What's going on with her? I think there's the, there's the one, the big one in London at the National Portrait Gallery. No, my point is like, why is everybody doing her right now? Like, what's so? I think because she's. I mean, she's always. Uh, That's having... what I'm like. So, but what's so special right now? <laughs> why is she I so think popular? no. I think it's always. She has always. Uh, yeah. Big shows. She's one of the few artists Absolutely. and female artists. I think she's maybe the only one being so um strongly i love her present. work i mean i i was in school i was heavily influenced when i was in school by her uh, film film stills yeah like i mean those yeah, were yeah. The, you know iconic to me i'm not such a big fan of the color i mean i love the black and whites like they were just like so stunning and like yeah. when she switched to color it was like eh, yeah but it's 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 like when you watch a movie when you're a kid mm -hmm. and you have this great memory of it and then when you see it later in life and you're like Mm. Yeah, that's not such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's true. Of course, the, the film stills are iconic. And oh, I this love them. Is, uh, I still have the book, I believe. Yeah. I'm sure the, you have it. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the, uh, I saw it, the first time I ever saw it was actually at the Hirshhorn Museum in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C. Oh, okay. Yeah, way back when. I grew up in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so creating an the, exhibition. This is the process. You just do... You have an idea. You do the research. But then there's got to be, there's always got to be a thing of like market research. I mean, so I guess this is the question. Like, do do you concern yourself with like, will the public be interested in this? Or is it we're the arbiters of taste? We believe the public will be interested in it. Um, of course, I mean, you. of course, there are things like, I mean, the, the Cindy Sherman effect is a show on identity and transformation in contemporary art. Yeah, because you, I think you throw is... Cindy Sherman on the name and people will come. I mean, that's that's an easy mm. one. I'm thinking yes. of some more difficult exhibitions kind of things, like maybe lesser known artists or 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 a exhibition about an idea kind of thing. I mean, this is more, I mean, this is not a Cindy Sherman exhibition. It's a group show. You know, there's Cindy Sherman and 21 other artists. Okay, that made it exponentially more difficult, yes. 
This is a really a different thing. And uh, it's about a topic. It's about really being the construction of identity or the deconstruction or and all this. I love know. it. Go. <laughs> Talk more about and, that. And this is also, I think, of course, this is a topic which is very virulent in the moment. And there are a lot of younger artists working on this. Uh, There's some older artists working on it too. Yeah, of course. But... No, 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 of course. I mean, the whole generation... Uh, Come, um, of this, no, 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 no. But the whole generation, like um, in the I mean, born in the sixties, have not a lot. that old. But thank you. <laughs> they are older, younger than younger than. It's fine. Cindy I'm Sherman, totally but, playing with you. It's fine. Yeah, but, but older well, no, but, than the younger ones. But the but whole still... issue of okay, let's do the idea of yeah, of identity and 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 deconstructing of identity. I love this because you're working on the catalog right now. So I'm, sure I'm working this, on the catalog. So I'm sure this is sort of racking your brain right now. You're thinking about this topic. Please tell us more about this. <laughs> <laughs> difficult no but this just to say i mean this is like good getting back to your first question sure. i think it's both i mean i had the idea doing something with cindy sherman then i realized okay doing a cindy sherman monography in a year is impossible this is really that's why I mean, when you said 10 months i'm like no, no way no no this is no way i mean that that's i mean this is really impossible yeah. or you show one collection and this is what i didn't want to do hmm. Then I said, well, okay, Cindy Sherman, what is it for me? I mean, because I, of course, the, the film stills, I mean, the work uh, of Cindy Sherman was in the late 80s, 90s. It's what we grew up with, being mm -hmm. interested in contemporary art. Absolutely. So I thought, what was the point for me? And then going back, I said, well, okay, but is it, I mean, she's an icon. Perfect. But is she still relevant or her, I mean, not she, but her art? to a younger generation or what influences did she have and then I did a research and uh, I was a little bit astonished because I realized nobody ever did a thing on this topic the so so, so there's like only the, there's one article so yeah so like the next generation who were directly influenced by her this yes you have uh, you have of course artists working very close to her Oeuvre, yes, yeah, yes. I love close. that word. It makes me sound very pompous. It's good. Uh, but I wasn't so interested in that because I think she's so good and she's so at the point mm -hmm. that it's very difficult to, to, to deal with as an artist mm -hmm. if you're too close to her. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference also between to, like mimicry and homage yeah. than there is to like taking their her ideas and building on them and, yeah. and finding a sort of a unique authentic voice like standing I, I refer to it as like standing on the shoulders of the giants yeah. basically yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. you know using what she did what she built and then doing something new and something yeah. authentic that's, that's original that, that's more to your point. vision and I think she with her work opened up some doors for young artists mm -hmm. because uh, dealing with identity and playing with it and in every way I remember having debates about uh, whose photographs are they since yes. she didn't always take the photos herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had that debate for a long time in art school of yeah. like, are they her photographs and she's in the photographs and somebody else took the picture? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, I never really came to a good answer on that. I think, I mean, mostly she did the pictures herself. Well, these days, yes. Yes. Specifically, we're thinking about the film stills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's some... Um... But this is not mentioned, you know, if you... <laughs> really? No, no, I never had... I mean, 
I mean, you can read. There's some. There's one photo. I think her father did. I know she had some old and school then, friend that took I know. some of the yeah, photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is never ever. Um, Really? Because that's like no. the big thing I always talk to people no, about. Oh, no. that's fascinating. I mean, now it's not. It's not even discussed in the essays. Well, because now nobody cares. I mean, it's nobody beca- cares. It's because it's, it's perfectly acceptable now. That's yeah. basically like, you know, you could take a picture of me, and I'll still call it my picture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I instructed you mm-hmm. how to take mm-hmm. a picture mm-hmm. of me, mm-hmm. so there you go. It's my picture. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is also interesting, me. you know. Yeah. You see, the, <laughs> the discussions are changing. And um, try and stay focused. Go back. And uh, where have I been? No. And this this was really the starting point. Mm-hmm. And then coming up, okay, I said, well, of course, there are people um, working more closely to her. Then there's uh, people working um, maybe only on her inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really interesting. I think this was for me a point to say, okay, do a group show. Having her is, of, of course, at the focus and. Uh, she has more works than the others, clearly. More name recognition also. And yeah, also, but I think if you try to put together a program, coming back to your question, you, you have to consider both because, you know, we are private, so we do have to also earn some money. <laughs> right. I mean, money makes the world go round. You got to um, do it. Without, we can't do the shows. So we need this, though we have to find something which is where we think it's a really good an idea, a concept where you, which is really um, interesting mm-hmm. also, but also for the public interesting, not only for art insiders, but for both. This is, I mean, maybe this is a difference sometimes for, to a public museum. Well, that brings up a little bit of a topic that I find interesting across the board which mm. is the sort of the engagement with the viewer mm. basically mm-hmm, that, that, mm-hmm. that fine line of like because I've been talking with other people other practitioners artists and galleries and, mm. and mm-hmm, institutions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the question of like when you make text that accompanies it so we're not talking about a catalog I'm talking mm. about like maybe that's on the wall or maybe a brochure yeah, or something yeah. like this mm-hmm. something that's just sort of to in order in intended to engage the viewer in the story mm-hmm. of the work a little bit more. Some places we've been hearing stories about them sort of dumbing it down so much that it's just like written for children. And some places are very, very intellectual and academic and do, do these very uh, strong things. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. where do you where do you fall on like how how approachable should text be versus sort of how easily accessible should it be? Actually, I guess those are the same side of the debate. So how intellectual and <laughs> academic should it be or how approachable should it be? I think in the way it should be approachable, but not being uh, downsized, being like becoming childish or whatever. I mean, in the, the content must be clear. And if the content is, of course, uh, a little bit complicated or more sophisticated, this is fine. But I think you can... Um, put this also maybe in a language which is more accessible than being a poorly academic language. Poorly academic, you can have an essay in, in the catalog. Yeah, but, that's but What I think is very important is the um, how you say, uh, educational program. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the uh, Kunstforum Wien has a very good educational program from the beginning. 
uh, since a long, long time. When it, was not, it, when it was not so uh, common to have uh, a strong educational program. Mm -hmm. And uh, the team here is really great. I must really say I'm very enthusiastic about this because I think this is important. Mm -hmm. And I think also for, for the Cindy Sherman show, it's very important to have the um, early teens, you know, for starting from 12, 13, teenagers i think this is a good group for for this topic also identity oh yeah yeah it's perfectly made for yeah them. <laughs> so, not so much maybe for the the youngsters the six four eight well, i don't think so but but for the teenagers and i think this is very important that you have a good educational program for all you know for kids for teenagers for the students and then going up to the seniors also i think this is important well and that, and that brings up an interesting topic because I, this has come up a number of times also which is about the um issue that younger people are not engaging in museums as much younger people are not collecting as much like the, the, mm. the new yeah, generation true, is not unfortunately being, mm -hmm. yeah so like do you have any insight on like what's going on why is this happening how could we resolve it how could we you know maybe the educational outreach is a is a thing we could, that could be done more i think educational outreach is important but of course it has to reflect the new <laughs> the new uh, perception of young people so you have to make it into an app Maybe, maybe you have to do it with an app or a part of it, or you have to, to find maybe a different language, whatever. So I'm really very interested to see how this show will work, uh, because we are, we do have also, we, of course, we do have uh, films, and I do have also Ryan Trekartin. I don't know whether you know him. He Not is, my name. is an American younger artist. He's, I mean, I don't know, he's born in the 80s. And he is working, you know, with all the social media hype and... Uh, Which is another great question. I just yeah. have to keep asking questions of you. Yeah, no, no, you don't no, have to course. answer anything. I'm just going to keep asking questions. But <laughs> social media, like, yeah. do you use it as an institution, as yes. a curator? Yes, um, but not privately, if you want to know this. <laughs> I think this is perfect it for really work. Weird, but yeah, okay. It's perfect for work, but um, in private, I don't like it. Oh, okay. I get to the difference. Okay, yes, yeah. I, nobody likes it, but we, it, we just feel like we should be doing it, kind of thing. Like, it, it, and it's kind of necessary in, in yeah, many yeah, of careers. Yeah, 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 really. yeah, yeah. I mean, in the visual arts, Instagram is almost a mandatory thing. Like, I know a lot of people that don't even have their own, like, artists who don't have their own websites anymore. Mm, they just they have their Instagram, Instagram page. I know. And they'll even buy a URL, like a domain yeah, yeah. name, and it'll just link to Instagram mm, mm. instead. Speaking of social media and your position and the, also like even the fact of like you're talking about the young artists or things that mm. you're working with the galleries. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm coming at this podcast from the perspective of being a practicing artist, mm -hmm. being a professor, all this kind of stuff. So it's always the question of like institutions from our perspective, you know, the artist perspective mm -hmm. are always like these things, these ivory white towers that are unattainable. Like we don't know how to get them. So the, the question that I always wonder is, how do curators find new work, new artists, whatever you want to call it? By, by looking around, going to galleries, even going to art fairs, going into studios, meeting with, with artists. I mean, what usually what does not work is... Excellent. I'd love a not work. Yes. <laughs> not work yeah. is sending portfolios. 
or an email with a big no, portfolio. No, no, like. th this is this is really something which does not work. Okay. Because you know, you, uh, I think most of us get too many, yeah. and then um, it's maybe also you want to choose with whom you get in contact. It's it's something. I, this is something I wouldn't recommend to anybody doing this. It's it's a waste of time. Right, because in the end, everything in the arts world is all about relationships. It's all about people you know, and then they, the people that they know, and the people that they know. I mean, and and it all. I mean, as much as I would love, I, I you know, it's one of those things like artists always wish that we they can sit in their studio and some curator is going to come and find them and they're going to be you know famous <laughs> and have big and thing. Everything's just going to work easily. Oh, it's not easy. Easily. It, no, no. But what, but that's the thing is it takes time and mm. uh, patience mm. and connections and um, networking yeah. networking and all these things mm. that artists hate to do as a general whole <laughs> like we just want to be in our studio and we want to be left alone mm. as a general yeah, whole yeah. but and working but the, well but the reality is is that it takes a it takes a, a tribe it takes a community mm. to yeah to because when an artist makes a piece of art that's fine that's their little part of the 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 system but it takes a curator to then get it to a gallery, to the gallery, and the, and then maybe another curator to get it to an institution, and then you know because it's in the institution, somebody from a private collection then buys it. Like I mean, it takes all of these people. Yeah, it has. I mean, the piece of art has to become visible. Yeah, I think that that's the point. And I mean, I do like uh, a lot if artists recommend an artist. I think this okay. is. This is mostly very interesting then. Okay, so you get a yeah. lot of recommendations from other yeah. artists. Yes. Now that's interesting to know because, I mean, you know, traditionally we believe that it's sort of gallery to curator. Also, also both. Than... I think both. But, um, of course, I think a good gallery has the, I mean, that's their task to do. To, <laughs> to make relations with to the make relations curators. And yeah. also to discover young artists. Or mm. not young, only young, but artists. I know. I, feel, I was feeling ageist at that point. That's fine. Because I'm not. <laughs> no, part I think of this is young. important. I mean, you know, it's not. I mean, a real gallery is there to discover artists and to promote them. <laughs> yeah, of course, the other one is maybe more interested in dealing, but this is another discussion. But I think this is and this is really interesting, and I think every curator has some galleries where he is trusting and not seeing. Okay, they're doing a good work. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, mean, so, I mean, also, I think sometimes art fairs are very interesting. Tell me I'm, about art fairs. I, I I have very limited experience. I, I participated in one, not even as an artist. Well, actually, maybe I did, but I was I worked for a gallery, and mm -hmm. we were participating in an art fair, and so I had to be the salesperson selling Ooh, the work. Okay, mm -hmm. and then beyond that, I just have attended them. <laughs> so I have very limited experience with art fairs and I hear very strong opinions about art fairs, pro and con. So I'm interested. So as a person who works in an institution, you're, so you're not interested because like, A, you don't have a collection. So you probably don't have like an acquisitions budget mm -hmm. or anything like that. So like your interest is not market driven your interest is literally just trying to discover something yes. new yes so therefore i think your perspective on the art fair phenomenon would be a little bit different than some of the others uh, i think both is interesting first of all of course to see some good art 
then you have always uh, in the good art fairs you have always a section with uh, discoveries mm. where you have uh, maybe younger galleries having the possibility to show one of their artists or um, a rediscovery this is very in on them in the moment is to that, discover yeah. old artists to find old artists <laughs> <laughs> do i fall into old artists yet? no yeah. not yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> i'm in the middle again and not yet i think not this young, is also but old. you know you have uh, you have different sections and of course then you have uh, the galleries with the big names and so but i think it's interesting from both perspectives it's interesting to see what is in the market or what is of interest for the market mm -hmm. this is also something i'm interested in to see side note do you collect art no interesting no i don't okay well you work around it all the time why yeah do you but i don't yeah. no no i just find it yeah i always wonder like because i mean i collect art why not mm. but yeah, yeah that's because i can trade art so because it's very affordable for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but not everybody can do that no, 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 I don't. Um, I mean, I would be interested in collecting for a collection, but privately, I don't know. No, my interest is not being, having an image on, you know, on the wall at my... It's fine. No judgment. It's okay. It was just a question. It was <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. We yeah, yeah, I about, think like, it's, 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 um, yeah, I think it's a... You collect books? I collect books, maybe, yes. No, I don't. Maybe yeah. yes, I don't know. No, but no, no, no. I think collecting uh, would be for me having a strategy, uh, you know, to say, okay, I want this and this, and I want it. And uh... yeah, I recently spoke to like some art advisors and some galleries and stuff. So like, I'm always, I'm starting, I'm thinking yeah, about yeah, like, of collectors they're, they're and they're collecting more, they're, kind of stuff. They're collecting, I think. Yeah, I don't. Okay, back to art fairs. Back to art fairs. I think the market is interesting and. Of course, you see a lot. You have the possibility to see a lot in a which, short span of time for you know very quickly and easily. Yeah, and then it's also okay. You meet a lot of people. This is also something which is of interest sometimes. Sometimes, but not every time. Not, not every time. Yeah, okay. Well, like what? So you said uh, the good art fairs are worth going to. Are there some in particular that you could think of that are the good art fairs? I mean, think. I think uh, you could always go to Basel. I've never been there. I mean, this is. I should go. Yeah, you should. I know. Um, to London, to Paris, you know, Fries, Fiac. I don't know, but okay. I'm learning. This is yeah, the thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, this I, is always. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard about all of them for years. All this, but like, it's just like I just haven't gone yet. No reason, no rhyme. Yeah. I just need to sit down and be like, "Yeah, need to do this this year." I'm a photographer. I should go to Paris Photo. Do Paris Photo. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I know. Yeah. All this, yeah. But I just yeah. This might. I mean, you know, you don't. One doesn't have to be necessarily, but I think it's. Um, but I'm not a good art fair goer because I feel then I have to see everything and then <laughs> it's a bit overwhelming. It's I mean, overwhelming. For me it's overwhelming. So you have to really have, to select and then you Yeah, many of them have gotten really big to the point that days, it's overwhelming to just get through and have even a tertiary yeah. conversation with anybody would just like would take so long. Mm -hmm. 
back to the your identity and and the Cindy <laughs> Sherman sort of put together stuff. So, are there current things that are you feel like um, are in the the wind sort of like the, the, you know, basically like back to the point the question of do you set the trends or do, are you following trends when you're coming up with your ideas for exhibitions kind of thing i think both i think no i think it's both because of course you get influenced about what is going on when you speak to people when you speak to artists whatever and then everybody has a certain topic, uh, which is his main topic or he's especially interested in. And I think, of course, identity is a big question, but it's also, I mean, also you can go to nature, ecology is maybe more now the topic. Oh, it's a very popular topic. It's right very, now, yes. very popular in the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this thing is like, we, I've been talking with people about like, uh, like figurative art, it like goes yeah. out of favor and back in favor, right. or yeah, yeah. back and yeah, forth yeah. throughout the generations. Back. I think it comes back. <laughs> I hope it is because I do figurative work. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, you know, it's me. coming back. <laughs> also painting, you know, really? figurative. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the, well, that's fine. I think it's like, well, it's a pendulum. Yeah, no, it just sort of swings back and forth. There's yeah. interest, there's not interest. Yeah, yeah. So, but every curator is very happy if he can, he's uh, the first or one of the first doing a show on a topic, which is in the, how you say, in the wind. Yeah. And uh, yeah, of course, yeah, we're all interested in that, I think. That's of course. Third, yeah, I mean, so like. Or you're doing something where, you know, nobody is to thinking talking about, about that topic, talking right. about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is also very interesting. But I mean, but, that, but that's the thing. Going, that's against, hard because going against the yeah going against the grain like everybody's yeah. going whatever figurative and you go conceptual kind of like, or, yeah not that that's the opposite of figurative but you, mm. know, you know it's 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 sort of but i'm coming at it for, again from like a viewer's like so like if i'm sitting around let's say and i'm like hey what's going on this weekend when when i look at exhibitions that have been coordinated mm. in institutions mm. Oftentimes I sit back and I think, why did somebody coordinate that? Like, what was the thing that got them so interested in this topic that they created an entire exhibition mm -hmm. about it? And of course, I never know. And oftentimes the curator doesn't even know exactly how they got their inspiration. But it's, it's always sort of like what's going on in the world that somehow affected and mm. trickled down to then say, you know what, we should do an exhibition about this topic. Yeah. I think it's sometimes it's very. Sometimes it's more obvious than others. Obvious. Yeah, yeah. I think this is not. Um... Are you including Matthew Barney in your exhibition with Cindy? Sherman? No, no, no. I decided not because in, uh, I have shown him. He, I mean, he was shown very extensively at the Kunsthalle in the eight nineties. Yeah. I showed him in the Belvedere a few years ago, and I thought, well. You know, I have only a limited space, so I left him and also Mariko Mori, which you see here, um, out. I brought that up. We're sitting in her office, and she has these pin pictures of uh, Matthew Barney's work pinned up on the wall because this is a podcast and people can't see. Ah, uh, okay, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I have to explain a little bit of why I just randomly no, I, went to Matthew I, Barney this time, and um. 
Yeah, and I didn't want to show the f last time I showed the films of or a certain fi uh, some films. Cream of, Master. Yeah, Cream Master, Master. Uh, from Matthew Barney, and um, I thought this time, okay, it's uh, of course it would be it would be an artist, very interesting for for the show, but I decided to go to take more younger artists in it. Last two questions. Okay. <laughs> they're they're mm. not easy questions, but um, one thing I was want to ask everybody. So you're a curator. You work in an institution, and you can generally give some decent advice to somebody, some other potential person who desires well to take your job someday. You know, so so some curator who's aspiring to have this position. Could you any sort of uh, words of advice of things to do that will help them in a, in advancing their career to getting to the level of an institution or things not to do again with like negative you know not negative but like uh, feedback on like stay away from this don't do that this was not useful for me I did this for five years and it did nothing for my career mm. anything like that oh good um <laughs> you are laughing now. <laughs> this is a mean question. Uh, wait till the next one. No, 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 no. I just, I, I, what would I recommend? I think what is important to have, um, I mean, as a curator, you have to have a portfolio of exhibitions and of ideas on maybe um, a spe specialization. You know, you're a specialist in some artist or some... Um, scene or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think this is important. Okay. That you stand for something. Yeah? Then I think this is important. That uh, that's you have, great. Yeah. I mean, that's. I, I think that's that's mainly the point. You must be someone who is okay. You know, this is the woman or the man for. What's your specialization? At the Mac, mostly installation art. I did the the big uh, Anish Kapoor show. Mm. I did Jenny Holzer. And I did the Austrian uh, Bruno Gironcoli. Mm. I also did Otto Mühl. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I actually know some of those names. Great. <laughs> and uh, Jupp von Lishalt. So I, I was always in this um, kind of... And of course, I do love um, uh, group shows or thematic group shows. I think this is also very important. I did the show with the young Russian artists. Uh, around 2000 or I did also classic positions like um, Josef Beuys mm. Merit Oppenheim I love the felt suit yes <laughs> and things like that so but you have to have a I think you have to have a portfolio where someone can read what you're interested in or where you what you stand for I think this is yeah. this so is, have a position be and, and be yes. and stick with that don't yeah. don't let some potential job sort of sway you to something else like really stay to your, your I think so passion I think, to your passion yes yeah. I think this is important. You, of course you can do something else and say okay I had to do this for just for money or whatever this is fine <laughs> this is just normal. whore yourself out it's fine <laughs> no but but you know but in the main you have to have a certain uh portfolio of things you did which uh, I get it it's fine yeah all right something <laughs> last question kind of one of the hardest ones so bear with this a little bit long-winded to explain this so the podcast is about me trying to learn how the industry of the arts world functions mm -hmm. now which I don't know um, and so what I did was I created an arbitrary <laughs> short-term goal 
a mm-hmm. tangible result. So if I learn how the art world works well, then I should be able to achieve this result. This is the idea. The result is, is that I would like to get a piece of my artwork on exhibition in the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. What can I do in my career as a, and as a proxy for basically every artist listening to this? What can I do in my career to sort of put my career on the right path to get that institutional acceptance, institutional whatever, like that they somehow see my work, appreciate it, and want to have at least a piece. I'm not saying a solo exhibition, but a, <laughs> a, piece. a piece, just a piece in a, in a large institution. It could be Tate Modern. It could be any large institution. You Meet can the of. right gallerist. <laughs> okay, so you think it's the gallerist that is the key to get you there? Yes, because first of all, your work has to be shown somewhere. I mean, and you can't start at the Tate or at the MoMA. No, really? <laughs> at the Sans you can't just start there? No, I Darn don't it. think so. I don't think so. <sighs> Boy, my this weekend plans my... are shot. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is the first thing. You have to be visible. The people have to see you. Okay. I think so, this is... But through a gallery. That's a, So it's not through your group exhibitions. It's not what also, like... also, both. I mean, but maybe whether you know... Um, a curator mm-hmm. who is taking you in a group show first. I mean, as a first step. And right. then group shows, I think, are very important because you are seen in a certain uh, uh, network of artists. Right. Because now, the, now this, this, this reputable curator has basically deemed you as like, I believe this artist is worthy. Yes, yes of course. And so therefore course. the reputation begins to be yeah. built and so yeah. on up. So, yeah. so working with... Group shows with reputable curators slash getting a gallery to represent you, yeah. which is substantially more difficult. This is more difficult, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So short of a gallery, working with reputable with curators, curators. Yeah. On, on, on rep in nice, you know, good quality institutions to start to build your uh, reputation, mm. basically, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, that's a good, that's a great example of something that artists should do. So, no, it's fabulous. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you.